Hello and welcome. Welcome to another edition of CPR's Clubhouse Live. Today we have a very special guest. Her name is Niasia. How are you? Good. How are you? Doing just fine. Thank you for your patience and trying to get this together. What a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> now, you've made the name Niasia very popular. I'm not sure if you're aware, but in New England, a lot of women named their daughters Niasia because of you, because of our show because of listening to your song now and forever. So how do you feel all these years later that you have a lot of people that have named their daughters Niasia because of your stage name or because of the 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 music that you you sang back in 1997? Um I think it's great. I I love meeting them and for the most part I think I've met eight. Wow. I've met eight. I've spoken to three of them um, for their birthdays or meeting them in person. And I met one uh, father who said he was going to name his daughter Niasia, but um, his wife uh, was a little jealous of it. So <laughs> she didn't name her that. And then the girl, when I finally met the girl, she was like, Mom. Why didn't you just keep the name? <laughs> but it's nice. I like I like meeting them because they they all look different. For a know? good ten year period in New England, um, a lot of uh, young uh, daughters were named Niasia. Um, it, it was just great uh, to to see that the fact that you can um, play a song on the radio, and I, I I got your name incorrectly as soon as I got to the station where I first started. Mm -hmm. I, I would call you Nyasha and all this stuff. And it was Woody Valentine, of course, who corrected me. It's Niasia. And then I would <laughs> argue with him. And it's like, you know, that that's a personal close friend of mine. That's like my sister. So, uh, <laughs> so, so he yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, Niasia, it's a great name. And it's it's been a name that has inspired a lot of uh, young daughters to be called Niasia. So uh, congratulations on that. You know, that's Well, that's thank awesome. you. So I so, just, you know, I hear a lot of the stories as well as, as to, um, you know, how it got there. Oh, I remember in the backseat of my car and I remember <laughs> this part and I'm like, don't want to hear yeah, it. Exactly. <laughs> you know, uh, I, you don't understand how much now and forever and who's got your love, what they mean to the freestyle audience that we carry here in New England. Uh, those are their songs, uh, including I'm the one, Take Me Away. Uh, we used to play the entire CD. Uh, from Mic Mac Records back in, in, in the 90s. We would play mm -hmm. every single cut. We would find things to play, Midnight Passion. Uh, we would find songs. And every time a 12-inch record for Niaja came, it just became something that was heavy on rotation and it had to go mm -hmm. on immediately. And we didn't even have to listen to it. We just open it up and play it. That's it. Uh, because that's how much you meant to, to New England and our area. And I'm sure that that goes across the board to you know, all the places where freestyle is a mainstay, uh, Texas, California, New York, uh, uh, Florida, and, and internationally, especially mm -hmm. in um, in uh, Colombia and and of course um, our friends in Brazil, they just adore you. So I, it's a great love, career highlight. Yeah. It's um, sometimes I get uh you know, you forget as the years go by, you just continue doing the, you know, the shows and you, you run into the same people and, um, you know, you've, you you kind of like forget that you were blessed with something that you weren't really looking forward to doing, not looking forward to doing, but it, like I've always said, it wasn't something that I grew up thinking I wanted to do, or, you know, I studied for it. And, um, the fact that seven singles came out of the first album was, it, yes. you know, was a great thing. And, you know, I've, I've heard some people say, oh, you know, she's a one hit wonder or two hit wonder or whatever. But, you know, it might have been that for them in that area. But, you know, I'm the one was heard other places. You know, somebody loves Heal My Broken Heart and I actually had to perform it because it, it was their, you know, their favorite song. So, you know, I, I, they always ask me, you know, how do you feel when, when someone says, you know, you're a one hit wonder? And I'm like, well, I don't consider myself a one hit wonder because that whole album has something for everyone. 
I, I also I also feel that since the inception of social media, people uh, are trying to minimize others' accomplishments. The ones mm -hmm. that haven't really done anything are the ones that want to boast about doing stuff. And the ones right. that actually did things are the ones that, that forget, like you have. Like mm -hmm. people, people don't understand the impact that Niasia had in New England, uh, Massachusetts, Connecticut, Rhode Island, uh, New York, um, and, and all around the, the area. They don't understand that, you know, if, if you put on a Naisha record in New England, people are going to sing the song uh, along mm -hmm. with the, with the, with the, and they're going to, you know, repeat the lyrics and right. sing the song along. Um, that means something uh, to the community. That means something to people. Um, people don't forget in New England. People don't forget in, in areas where freestyle is loved, Texas, you know, mm -hmm. as, as I mentioned the other places. They don't forget because right. they they hold their music near and dear to their heart, um, and it's like salsa. You know, the older it gets, the better. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I do feel that because of social media, you know, uh, people try to minimize others' accomplishments. But Naija to us is is uh, and and you're speaking to us, of course. But Naija, the artist, to us is a legend, and I know that people use that loosely, but yeah. um, it's it's a situation where. Um, even a few days ago when I when I posted that I was going to play your new song, you know, people are posting about how they named their child after you. Mm -hmm. uh, and because of the song that they heard on our show, Clubhouse Dance Music, a 90.7 here in New England. And so that, that goes back to the people that created the, 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 the radio show. Jesus Atus Vasquez, Luis the Legend Rodriguez, Sonny Marini, Alex Rivera, all these people that came before me mm -hmm. that made sure that you were on rotation. And... If you're a Micmac Records collector, you have to have every single Naisha 12-inch record. If you don't, you know, you got to go and find it, you know. <laughs> and people hold these 12-inch these, uh, records as if they could never get rid of them. Those are mm -hmm. valued pieces. Um, and again, you got to be a, a, a completist, a person that likes to uh, get a, a collection completed. Um, you, I right. saw all your vinyl releases, even the underground ones. Um, I even, I collect them all. And I even have a um, uh, a demo that you did with Dr. Javi uh, many years ago. Uh, a couple songs you did in Connecticut. Like I, I collect everything. So wow. you, know, you were one of those those artists that we need to collect everything. It's basically what I'm saying. So it's it's a it's a great thing that um, you can sit here and be humble, but I want you to understand that you mean a lot to many different areas that love freestyle. Well, thank you. I um. I, I, I love people like you that know so much of, of the artist, even, even more so sometimes than the artist, because, you know, sometimes, like you said, I, I'll forget that I did this song or that I, you know, I, I did a demo or whatever, and then you'll remind me, and I was like, oh, my God, when, when did that happen? When did when, I do when that? You did, when you, when you a uh, person that we saw up here, uh, came to help the area, with some of the producers like Dr. Javi, who is a person on the come up and that, uh, you know, that came to my radio show to, pr to present his artists and the people that he was producing. Mm -hmm. When I found out that he was working with you, I was like, wow. And, and so to me, it, it just became like you grabbing someone and trying to help them up by, mm -hmm. by attaching yourself to their production. And that's something that people have to also appreciate too. Um, and what I don't see anymore, the fact that, you you already completed uh, your journey. You're already where you need to be. You're getting booked. You're getting paid. You're going and traveling, um, and you already paid your dues, right? Mm -hmm. And now the people that haven't that you're trying to help, some of them instead of valuing that assistance, they 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 do like a like I always say a bad pro wrestling angle where they hit you in the back of the head with a chair and then they yeah. pray you. You know what I mean? Uh, I, so have you had those situations where you try to pull somebody up and they betrayed you? Um, to my knowledge, no. But then again, um, I don't know. You know, yeah, right. um, to my face, no. Uh, but, you know, I think, I think that the artists now have it harder, I think, um, I mean, yeah, it, we had it hard because in order to get our song played, you know, you had to send it out to the record pool. You had to, you had to do so much. You had to climb a lot of steps to get to where you were going to go. Um, 
we didn't have Facebook and live stream and stuff like that where we could just upload it and you know whether you like it or not it's going to get played on YouTube you know it, it wasn't like that for us mm -hmm. but I think that the artists now feel that they have a lot more to prove uh, because you know everything is all about the people that came before you know the promoters only want to book those acts the you know the ones that are going to bring them money but how do you know if the new ones aren't going to bring you money if you don't put them up there to showcase their their stuff but also the people that that are are less experienced or they don't have that track record right when you give them that when you open up that door for them they don't they don't know the the their steps to the game you know they don't know right know that right they don't know how to, they don't know how to accept the fandom. They don't accept the responsibility of having the right. fandom. They take yes. things for granted. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I always feel that, um, and you're the best person to talk to because you're always like posting these great posts that people uh, um, read and they mm -hmm. take to heart. And, you know, you're always directing to the, to the point uh, where, you know, now it's all about who you're hanging with or who you're not hanging with, who books you and who doesn't book you. It's it's more of that clickish mentality, right? And I read I read your post from before, and it's like, but but if a promoter, no matter who the promoter is, is guaranteeing this is the amount that I'm going to pay you, that's what mm -hmm. being an artist is all about. You want to get right. paid, you want to get reimbursed for your travel expenses, you want to be booked to perform in front of an audience. So it doesn't matter where it comes from. Also, you know who you work with. Oh, you got you can't work with if you work with this artist. I can't assist you if you work with this producer. I, you know, I'm not going to support you. As a matter of mm -hmm. fact, there are some people right now that because I'm debuting your song on the show, uh, that they may feel a certain way about it and may reject your song. You know, mm -hmm. there's a possibility, even though the song is great. You know, and I, I want to take this time and thank Tim Spinning Schomer for you know he could have played it on his show while we were recording this, but he mm -hmm. chose to delay it for a few days so we can do this interview so yeah it's called professionalism and respect you know yes and if he would if and of course if he asked me the same i would do it because it's tim Schomer, mm -hmm. and and that's that's somebody that i idolized because that's someone that i i dissected his mixes i mm -hmm. memorized his mixes i i can right. put his old freestyle boom cd and i can sing you every song straight through for the 50 minutes that he's playing even the bad right. songs i'm singing you know but it's it's a situation where um, freestyle nowadays on social media, they have nothing to say, nothing of value. I just saw two DJs on talking about stupidity that had nothing to do with the promotion of good quality freestyle music. And so I want to know, uh, you know, where are we going now when it comes to our genre? Like, uh, I know 2021 has been very slow with quality, but now we're getting some bangers. We got Monet, Niasia. We got Seabank. We got a whole lot of music for the end of, of the year, for the later part of the year, for the second yeah. half. Uh, so we got to start focusing. Mm -hmm. um, and, and you know, the point that I'm trying to make is that I want the new artists to appreciate if someone like you is offering assistance in any way, shape or form, whether it be a type message, whether it be a phone call, whether it be, hey, you know, I saw your, your show. I loved it, but maybe do this better. You know, those are the things that I want newer newer artists or people on the come up to appreciate right um i for one would have loved when i was coming up if someone would have uh pulled me to the side and said um you know maybe you could do this or you know try doing this or 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 work on this or I, I, you know i can hook you up with this person and they can help but i didn't have that when i came up you know, um, I don't know if it was because I was always hanging out with the guys. I was all I was always the the sister in the group. You know, it was always me around the way. Yeah. And, um, you know, because I just uh, I clicked a lot better with guys because, you know, I grew up a tomboy. So to me, right. you know, cars and motorcycles and stuff like that, that was that was fun to talk about, you know, not makeup and clothing or shoes. It just wasn't me. So um, if I can offer advice to anyone, you know, I would, um, as long as, uh, you know, they wouldn't get offended by it because I, I don't mean it in a bad way. I'm not anyone to judge, 
how anyone performs, how they sing, how they dress, whatever. Um, but if I can offer but some piece of advice. If I, can stop you right, if I can stop you right there. Yes, you are. You're Niaja. You're the one that had songs on, on commercial radio. You're the one that, you know, you have, you're, you're humble enough to, to come to a show like this or um, help an upcoming a producer. Um, you, you know, you, you, you have that, that, that pedigree to say, Hey, let me pull you aside, um, Jenny Renee, and let me give you some advice. Um, and Jenny Renee has to sit there and take it because she's the newer artist. And that's just an example, but that's the way it's supposed to be. That's why I have a lot of conflict with a lot of people because when I accept them, everything's great. But when I tell them no, and this is the reason why I'm saying no, then it becomes something totally different. So I accepted that. Same thing with you. I know that you say that, you know, you just said that you're not the person to to say these things, but you are the person because you you have seniority and you have paid your dues, whether people appreciate that or not, or or accept it or not. Um, yes. I I uh, was told one time um, that you know um, I didn't fall under the the um, the legend category because you know I came in at the end of freestyle movement and I wasn't as popular. So you know I just I responded and I you know forwarded them the video from Brazil and I was like I may not be popular in your eyes, right. but I was popular to them and I and it always it comes down to the same thing. Everyone has their own opinion and you got to respect mm -hmm. it because that's the way you know things run. But don't try to tell me about what I've accomplished or haven't accomplished because I have proof of it, you know. So yeah, I just that's, just that's just something people say to lowball you. To yeah, you, you know? yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I uh, yeah, I was supposed to get um, booked somewhere, and uh, the person, you know, he, I don't have a, a booking agent. I don't I don't have exclusivity with people. Um, I do have certain promoters that book me in certain states or certain countries that I, you know, I prefer to work with because we have a relationship. You know, we, we know what we like from each other. We know how to respect each other and it works well. We have good chemistry. Um, now, if I have other promoters that I've never worked with before and they want to book me, then that's all good and dandy. Uh, but respect when I'm giving you my price, respect, right. you know, what I asked for, because I don't, I don't try to, tell you, mm -hmm. you need to put me in like a, a five-star uh, hotel and feed me filet mignon all night. You know what I'm saying? I'm yes. pretty basic. I I don't ask for anything huge. I don't need a big writer. I don't have, you know. I, I, can, I can vouch for that. Um, when you came to, to New England for one of our shows, um, you know, you you were just, they picked you up in a, in a white van. They drove the hours to go to New York to pick you up. <laughs> You stayed at you stayed at Jesus at Jesus' house, mm -hmm. um, which is a small apartment. Um, yeah, these are, these are things that I remember when I was coming up. So that's where the respect came from uh, when it came to to your name and putting respect on your name. And so mm -hmm. knowing the fact that you came for a set price, but you 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 didn't need a, a five star hotel. You're like, nah, man, I'm cool. You know, like you were the type yeah. of artist that, even though at that time you were here, you were still. Um, on the level with the people that you know wanted to book you and yeah, uh, because you know, I always it's something, that, it's something that you did freely. You know, you you right. you didn't have to. You could have said, "Nah, I want I need to put me at the Marriott or whatever." Um, mm -hmm. But you were like, "Not nah, cool. Let's do this." You know, and it was just a it was a a a, a very uh, great experience. Like a, for me, it was like a, a on the level type situation where you know somebody that we felt was you know up here this artist came down to us and accepted us and we were cool, you know, and, and the fact that you, you want to sleep at my, at, at the DJ's house. And it, at that time it was cool. You know, this is mm -hmm. many, many years ago. Uh, yeah. but I, I just saw that, that you were down to earth, you know, that you were on well, the same I, level. And you, you, you I know? thank you for that. Um, I, even to this day, I still have, um, I don't, I don't know if it's issues or, or what, but I, I still like, you know, when people come up to me and they're like, oh my God, you know, and I'm like, I shy away because I don't see myself as that mm -hmm. type of person. You know, I still see myself as, 
you know, I was I started out. I was a single mom from Brooklyn, and sometimes that's not as I still I don't see myself as a single mom anymore. But I still I still connect with that person, right. you know, because I I haven't changed. I don't I don't change the way I dress. I don't change how I live. I don't change the people I've I've known. Um, my you know my best friend is from from junior high school. You know, and, and she has nothing to do with the music industry at all. Like, you ask her freestyle, she says Stevie B. <laughs> That's freestyle to her, you know. And but I think it's good to have that those type of connections still in your life, because when things don't go well in the music industry, and a lot of times it doesn't, um, it's good to fall back on that person and just talk about other stuff like. You know, when we're in junior high school and doing stuff we should have been doing, or not going to class and things like that. Um, well, so you you were my '90s. You were you were my you were my high school. You mm -hmm. you were that you know paying four dollars and ninety eight cents for your twelve inch record. You know, and and me getting money. You know, uh, whether it be from my father or wherever I got it from temporary jobs, I would take my money to the music center. Mm -hmm. And I'll be at the music center looking for 12 inch records from, from Niasia. And I had to have all of them. And, and, and that was my collection. I, I, I was proud of my, I would, I stole this uh, recycling bin and I would put all the, the Micmac records um, by, by the number on the uh, 12 inch record. Uh -huh. And I would put them by, by the release, you know? And so, you know, those are the things that I remember when I, when I think about that logo, when I think about the Niasia um, brand and, mm -hmm. and the songs, and those are the things that I remember. And, you know, and speaking of DJing, you got to marry the man that, if it wasn't for him and, and his show, The Freestyle File, DJ Paradise, um, Martin, um, there wouldn't be this influx of, of of shows on social media. I think that he was the 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 original, the OG, mm -hmm. the the ultimate show. But he did it in a way where he he he. I remember, man. I used to give him. I used to give him such a hard time. And I went to to uh, Buffalo to his studio uh, when we were doing the the when he was doing the online internet stuff, and he welcomed me with open arms, even though it was a pain in the butt, and and I thought that I was the greatest DJ of all time. He just opened up the door, and and I you know I even got a hotel room, and he bought food, and it was it was crazy, like how great that show was. Um, mm -hmm. I remember that he took a picture of Zoe with my compilation. And, and she, you know, because I was my favorite artist at that time. And, mm -hmm. and she's holding my compilation up. And he used to invite everyone there to the basement, to the freestyle file. And mm -hmm. then the mixes that come out of that basement were amazing. The edits, um, the team, the show itself was the 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 stretch and uh, the stretch Armstrong and Bobito of freestyle. Um, yeah. and, you know, that, that's how I remember it. Just just a great experience. And it was a great show. It was a show that we hope that we still had. Yeah. You know? It He's should be Tim's Shomer, the freestyle file, you know, CPR's clubhouse. Put somewhere in there. Yeah, that would be great. Nice little hefty sandwich. Yeah, I just I love it. I'll, I'll be right in the middle. But I, you know, Tim Spinning Shomer, the freestyle file, just every week, man. It was it was an interview, it was a mix, and it was a live mix. Um uh, free edited music that you would you would put together. Um, I still have all my freestyle files in these in a spindle. Um, I put them in the card. I remember the Cynthia Figueroa mix, and and I could also um, sing the entire uh, edits that they used to do. And um, mm -hmm. they used to get the drops by the artist. Uh, you see my yes. excitement here, right? So I just I, I was talking about that. Do you remember the freestyle file, a real iRadio show, or like a real? Uh, family, a, a real uh, a place where you can debut your song, camaraderie, and just it was good. It was it, I missed that very much. I do, I do too. Um, I remember when I first um, I was booked by them to do a show in in Buffalo, and I remember going to to you know do do the the interview with them, and I see my my autograph on the wall, mm -hmm. and I was like, did we? I've never met you before. <laughs> and he goes, no, I didn't go. You know, someone else went that time and you autographed it for me. And I was like, oh, okay. And then look, 
I we ended up together. And uh, it's yeah. funny because when I was approached about that show, I was like, mm, I don't, I don't really know this guy. <laughs> I don't know about traveling up to Buffalo. Right. And uh, but it, it turned out great. And he's a he's a fantastic guy. He's a phenomenal husband and father. And he's a very talented DJ. And it's it's a shame that sometimes, you know, a lot of the stuff that goes on in uh, in social media with drama and stuff can can just suck the life and passion, you know, out of something that you love to do. So yeah, he's been he's gotten a lot of um, messages and emails about you know doing the show at least do it once a year or something. But yeah, like a reunion, yeah, yeah. But I I think you know. He's, I, I've even tried asking him. And yeah, he gave me permission to to put some of his mixes at the end of my show mm -hmm. uh, back, and you know, and it's, it's I appreciate it, and I do understand the pressure of having social media judge you and and uh, rumors start and information mm -hmm. that's not even factual be spread. Yeah. Um, I was a person that did that before myself, so I guess I reap what I sow, right? And so <laughs> I learned my lesson, but and I have to let it go with. You know, I know that I did uh, some things back in the day that wasn't too uh, nice, but you know, I know that I've learned my lesson, and I know that those people will also learn the lessons and know that in the end, uh, they, they end up with nothing, and and um, they end up with uh, people not really wanting to 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 mess with them or talk to them. Right. Uh, I've had to do a lot of um, uh, fence mending and 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 building bridges again, uh, including with you as well. I remember you, you know, you you completely forgot everything that happened between you and I and and, and Paradise, and we were here in, in Massachusetts, and we we're just having uh, food together at Denny's at like mm -hmm. two in the morning, and it was like nothing ever happened, you know. And that's that's what needs to happen now on social media because now it's even worse now. Like, you yeah, know, everybody wants to fight about every little thing that you say, everything that's being said on this on this uh, live show right now, right can be put under the microscope. Oh, I remember what he did 15, 20 years ago. I'm like, I think it's time to move on a little bit, you know? And yeah. Um, I don't, I don't, I am not a, a grudgeful person. I, I am the epitome of a Leo, you know, I am passionate about stuff. If I'm angry, I'm going to blow up right then and there, and then mm -hmm. it's gone because I don't let stuff fester in me. Um, it's not worth it. Uh, my life is too precious to me because of my family who, you know, they mean the world to me, everyone knows. Um, but, you know, like you said, um, you did some stuff, you mended your fences. You know what I'm saying? Some people don't take that extra step of responsibility or to try to fix things because what's the purpose of, of not fixing it? You know what I'm saying? Like. How does that how does that fit in your every day? You know, right. to go around and, and knowing that this person doesn't want to talk to you or or you know, you said one thing about that, you know, that happened what 20 years ago? We're like in our 50s, like so, get over it. It's just so fastidious. It's just you just want to like just be quiet, man. Like, like I said, I see a lot of people on social media going live and they have nothing of value to say. It's just an assumption that you got from somewhere else. There's no facts. There's nothing being provided that's factual, and it doesn't really matter. I, I'm not concerned with, with your private life, um, um, and and no one should be concerned with my private life. I do a show on on uh, three different radio stations. I have a YouTube channel. I have a podcast, and that's my contribution to the music that I love. You mm -hmm. are artists that have proven yourself already. Uh, you had multiple albums, uh, multiple CDs released, and now you have a new song coming out uh, for your birthday. Yes. Uh, is gonna be Isn't great. that awesome? Yeah, July 31st is going to be the release of Time, and it was about time that you came up with something new, right? Yes. Um, I, I loved your last song that you did, um, and uh, um, uh, Our Love is, is Not Meant to Be, or, or I maybe gained the title incorrectly, but um, it, was a, it was a great song. Yeah. Um, I like this one a, a lot. Uh, I, I I have some time to listen to it. 
I want to, I usually play like a hundred times, but every mm-hmm. time that I try to play it today, somebody called me and they want to be on the phone for 20, 25 minutes. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to do some homework here, you know, but <laughs> I, 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 I like the radio version very much. The extended version is my favorite, of course, because I'm, a, I'm mm-hmm. a DJ, but um, uh, let me, tell me a little bit about your new song, Time. Um, first of all, I wasn't even going to record anymore. Right. This is this is Martin's fault. <laughs> this is all blamed right. on him. Yeah, right. um, you know he came up. I forgot how it all began. I think it was uh, before COVID hit. We were in New York City, and um, Manny and Jenny were had met us in Manhattan, and um, we were just me, talking. Just, Manny and Jenny Renee, right? Yes, was, Manny, Man and Jenny Renee. Um, and we were just talking about, you know, her, her new stuff and, and songs and, you know, Martin turns around cause he was walking a little in front of us. He turns around and he goes, you know, I've been dying for her to, to remake her songs that were on Micmac. And I was like, Oh, here we go again. Talk about recording new music. I don't want to do it. And then Manny's like, yeah, I think you should do it. You know? And I think you should have the original, uh, producers do it. Mm-hmm. So someone that was standing next to me uh, said, but, you know, uh, didn't, didn't Nelson, um, didn't Nelson do the song or, or, or Mickey? I thought you weren't. I said, no, they're not the original producer producers. The ones who produced it was, uh, you know, Lily Valentine and Michael Berto, who wrote the song. And I was like, damn, you know, that would be nice. It's 30 years coming up with the song and, and it would be phenomenal to have the same team work on it. And so that's what we're going to do. We're, we're going to redo the song and Willie's, Willie's doing it. And right. um, I'm just so excited to do that. And so then we started talking about other stuff. And I, uh, then I, I saw Jay Adams. And, you know, I've, I love the stuff that he does, uh, that he did his music. This is one talented individual. And I like I like the stuff that he did with George, stuff he did with, with Jenny and, it's just, I was like, that's cool. I like, I like his, I like his sound. It's different. And I remember Manny telling me, well, you know, why don't you come, you know, he's going to be here in my house. Why don't you come over? Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, we'll go over well, for dinner or whatever. Right there. Yep. So I went <laughs> over there and you know, he said, he, he's lucky he did a good song. Cause <laughs> he said, um, yeah, we're going to have to do the song now because you know, if you want to do the song, we got to do now because after a while, I'm only going to work with a certain age group. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, I'll do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Now, who, everyone had, you know, to say that. Was that Jay Allen who said that? Certain yeah. Age group? What, mm-hmm. 12 or, or 14? What, what are you talking about? Um, I, I think, you know, and, and, and it makes sense you know, what he's striving for because he, you know, he's trying to make a movement for freestyle, trying to keep it going and, and, and in a, in a, in a new sound, you know, and you can't, I don't think that you can do that with a lot of, mm-hmm. and I don't, you know, I don't want to come off and sound insulting or, or anything like that, but let me say it, let me say it. Um, you, you can't have an up and coming artist be 55. Well, not so much in how they look, but maybe in how how their freestyle mind thinks. You know what I'm saying? That we're so yeah, used a lot to of people that are that are over a certain age, they they go back to the lyrics of lying, dying, and crying. They try to do crying over you from 1988. Right. And they try to use that same formula where we have there's a different formula being played on the radio now. And the age group does have to decrease in our music. And we have to introduce 20-somethings into the genre. So I, I do understand that. Right. But let's talk about how they got you to record this new song, though. So he said, well, Jenny, because Jenny Renee was the one who was recording that day. And um, I think she had gone to take a nap or something to, just to relax because I think she had a headache. And he said, well, I got some time now, so let's go upstairs. I was like, uh, what? Now? Like, we don't even have a concept. And he goes, don't worry about it. Went upstairs and he started playing some, you know, a melody. And I was like, 
wow, that sounds nice. And he was like, yeah, you know what? That does sound nice. So he kept going and then was humming and he started, you know, we can never live. And I was like, oh, I like that. So we just continued to, to, to write to that. And, you know, uh, I added some things to it. And then Jenny came up and she added some stuff and we finally got the song written and he goes, okay, let's record it. What? <laughs> I was like, now? He goes, yeah, come on, let's do it. And that's why I say sometimes spontaneity is just, it's the best because you, you get the unexpected and you get a beautiful thing when it's, when it's done. And I was so appreciative and grateful that first that Jenny let me, you know, jump into her, her recording time and, and Manny and, and stuff. And that Jay Allen, you know, took it serious. You know, it, he could have just, you know, did a jingle there, whatever here, Niger, you know, whatever, but he took it serious enough. And, 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 and it's like, he showed respect and that, that, you know, that, that meant a lot to me. So, and I think that the final, the finalization of the song to me was like, whoa, I, I, I love it. I'm sorry. Can you describe your husband's face? His face? <laughs> when, when they got you, yeah, when they got you singing a new oh, yeah. song. I mean, his face was yeah. like, because he's the ultimate yes, he Asia fan. You know, he's not only your husband, but he's the ultimate Asia fan. Has been going on for so many years. It isn't like it's like a a, a a DJ who has a crush on an artist, and then they end up with the artist. Like that's that was paradise in Asia, yeah. right? And so and vice versa. And, and you know. It, it, and vice versa, right? You, you know, your favorite, you got to be with your favorite DJ, mm -hmm. which is great. It's a good story. But I mean, I'm sure that as a fan, he was like, man, it's going to be good. And and uh, before we started, we I um, I got some messages from him. And he's telling me, like, you got to put a drop over it. And so, you know, old school, you know, they'll give it away for free. And I'm like, you know, I got you, you know. So I, yeah. I, put, three, I put three drops on the on the song. But, um, you know, it just I, I can feel and I can picture the excitement uh, for Paradise as your husband, knowing that you're going to go into a studio, mm -hmm. they have a really well-written song. I mean, it, it's a great collaboration from the lyrics that you have Niasia, you wrote some of it, mm -hmm. Jenny Renee, Jay Adams, Manny Mojica. I mean, just a lot of different people just mm -hmm. made this song. Um, Jay Adams produced it. Willie Valentine, he mastered it for you. Um, and he and, did the edit dub. And of course, we got the executive producer role for DJ Paradise. I'm sure that he was... Uh, throwing his tidbits in there. And and so now that you've come out of uh, retirement, right, mm -hmm. it's his turn, right? He needs to do an edit mix of this song. You know, um, you and 10,000 other people have been telling him that. I mean, even Sapphire is like, you have to, you know, you have to do some edits on the, on the new stuff. And he's like, sorry, can't do it, not feeling it. Now that he's not feeling the songs, he just, well, his mind great. is, um, it's not where it used to be, where when when it comes to the yeah, to, and, and like I said, I feel him. You know, like I feel the brow beating, you know, that mm -hmm. he took a big brow beating for many yeah. years um, on social media, and I understand that because I take one, I think a pounding for many years for twenty nine yeah. years, and and for a while it didn't bother me, and then after a while you're like, okay, you know, enough is enough. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's the same topic, the same conversation yeah like let it go same gripe and i'm like okay but you know the freestyle file you know they stopped doing the show it's gonna be what 15 15 years maybe now 15 and, yeah yeah so yeah. it's like you know so it was 15 years ago everybody's different they they have grown they are that's their past you know everybody mm -hmm. wants to continue to hammer down a, another person's past so yeah. you know i hope that he does get inspired to do it. I do too. Because, you know, he inspired you to get in the studio. So mm -hmm. hopefully with the success of the song, he'll want to do something special for not only you, not only for himself, but for the mm -hmm. community that appreciates the Freestyle File and remembers right. what his show meant to the community. Especially when, you know, it's, it's this project that we're working on. Um, it's called Walk Away. Mm -hmm. So it embodies 
everything um, from the beginning of Niasia and, and the beginning of DJ Paradise to the culmination of it all as, you know, my, my last recording, let's say. And so I'm hoping that he will, he'll bless a couple of the songs with, you know, a little <laughs> let's say, but, um, you know, I can't, just like he knew that this was going to be my last uh, recording, I, you know, it's, it's not going to go anymore after this. And he knows not to push it. Um, I, I, I hear it in his voice when he says, yeah, I, it's, it's not in me anymore. But, you know, miracles do happen. So. Yeah. I mean, look at you. They got you into the studio. They got you to uh, record something. Yeah. Um, and I think that's great. I, um, I wanted to ask you a few mm -hmm. things um, uh, because you're on social media. Um, what is the thing that makes you upset the most on social media? Because I've, I've read some of the things that you've written this year and some of the things you wrote last year. What is the main thing that really is bugging you right now with social media itself? As a, as a pioneer of this music, as a person who, when the new school era started, right, mm -hmm. you yeah. were in the, at the forefront. So what, what what's bothering you now about the music? I think my major issue with social media now is the fact that, you know, the airing of Dirty Laundry. Um, sucking in your fans into your gripe with someone else. You know, that shouldn't be, that shouldn't be witnessed by, by your fans, you know? Um, I think that's why, you know, a lot of people be like, oh yeah, you know, I, I have, these two don't get along for years. And, you know, we didn't know. We were like, what are you talking about? What, what do you mean? We do shows together and whatever, but it was because it wasn't all over social media. Right. You know, and and I also think another another thing to me is the division between, you know, the old and the new. And and I don't think anything's ever gonna fix that because mm -hmm. there's always gonna be someone who will oppose the unification of something. There's right. always gonna be somebody who's gonna do that. Um to me, freestyle is freestyle. To me, I don't have an old, I don't have a new because I, I love them both. And when I'm driving, you know, and I and I'm I'm listening to I'm listening to uh Mena. I'm listening, I've never heard um Nelson Rigo until we did the show, Jen, Jenny Renee's show, her birthday, and I loved that song that he did. And I loved uh Mazur's song when I heard it. It's not something that I hear because it's not on the radio, and I'm not on I don't go on a lot of the DJ sh um, shows, don't kill me, but it's because, you know, I, I have a lot on my plate. Right. So when uh, the division of, of the old and the new, I think is just, it's completely worthless because music is just music. You know, mm -hmm. music is supposed to be there to give you your good memories, your sad memories, you know, whatever it is, whatever, however you connect to the music, it should just be about the music. You know, um, and, I, and I and I know that, and and that's something that that you that it you hold near and dear, especially in your relationship, especially since you got together with Paradise uh, through your entire journey. You try to lock that down because when you got together, it was controversial for some, yeah, and and it just became a, a ongoing thing. And it's like um, social media doesn't let things die or let people live. Um, mm -hmm. Yes, man. When I was in my 20s, I was a different person than I am now in my 40s. Um, same thing with you. You know, when you got with Paradise uh, 15 years ago, um, you were a different person. Now, here we are in 2021 and, and you're still married. You're, you're still together. And you've mm -hmm. had to let a portion of yourself uh, die because mm -hmm. you don't want it to affect what's really important. And that is family. Um, mm -hmm. I love freestyle music. You love freestyle music. I know Paradise loves freestyle music, but it does it does take a toll on you, um, especially mm -hmm. now on social media. And I agree that um, the airing of dirty laundry. I'm not concerned um, with what other people are doing privately. 
um, even though at, at times it did affect me personally, mm-hmm. but sometimes you got to just walk away from those things or not pay attention uh, because a lot of the gossip columns that we have mm-hmm. now, because we actually have that now, don't know what they're talking about. They're always, they're right. guessing. Um, and it's just, you know, one, one misquote after another, you know, yes, you trust a person with information they take a screenshot of it now and then they send that specific portion of it when they get mm-hmm. mad at you to another person who then misconstrues it and turns it into a topic for social media. Yeah, that actually yes. happened to me. Yeah, I know that it has happened to many people. Mm-hmm. And and I am a person that um, I'm going to move forward and promote good quality freestyle content <laughs> as I always attempted to do, just like your brand new song, Time, available for your birthday on July 31st. I'm excited about it. completing walking away uh with uh the people that you started with uh michael anthony berto uh from around the way uh which you were his dancer correct yes yes <laughs> and, and of course <laughs> willie valentine uh who you also worked with him on freestyle parade 2k1 uh mm-hmm. back in 2011 um and you know he also uh assisted with your new song uh time uh so you're going back to your roots uh, take yes. it away and let me know what led to you going back to your roots. Um, again, uh, Manny Man, when we were talking in New York City, um, he was saying, you know, it'd be it'd be it'd be dope if um, Willie can can do the song, and I was like, yeah, but I don't know if he would want to do it, you know, because I know he was real busy and um, doing his own thing. And <clears throat> I hadn't spoken to Michael in in a, in a couple of years. So it was like, I wanted to do it and it would have brought nothing but joy to my heart to be able to do it with them because it was because of them that, that, that I'm here. You know, I started out as their dancer and when we were approached, you know, about singing, I was like, I don't know. I don't. I don't write at that time. And Michael's like, I got it. She'll do it. You know how he does this all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I got it. She'll do it. And I was like, okay. And then Willie did the music, and they wrote the song. And you know, that whole story. I'm just really glad that they accepted doing the song because I don't think anyone else would be able to catch the essence of now and forever. Um, you know, there'll be there'll be a lot of great versions of it with different producers, but I think in order for it to be as good as or close to the original, it would have to be with the two of them. Yeah, and, and it's always nice to preserve uh, the classic sound. You can always update it uh, for uh, 2021, 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, people don't like the classics touched, you know, and I know that yeah. people are going to the well uh, too many times with some of their songs mm-hmm. and we record them and and sometimes the, the fan is turned off but um a welcome revisit to your career will be great as a en- ending of 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 your of your, your yeah you know music so I and, that and i can't wait to to hear what you are going to come with i um yeah I, it's gonna the different sounds and songs that are going to be on on that project um I'm very happy with uh, where I'm also, uh, Michael's also doing a second song, uh, another song with me. And I'm actually also working with Gennaro um, from Pain. So, and it's funny because these are, these are, you know, of course, Michael and Willie, uh, near and dear to my heart. So that goes without saying. Um, Sapphire, that's my girl. Nope, that's, so the fact that that's happening, um, it's a great thing. Um, even though you know there's some backlash, but it's going to be that way with anything that yes. that anybody does. No, like I said, no one's ever going to be 100 percent happy with what you do or who you do it with. Um, lucky for me, I'm the one that pays the bills, my husband and I, mm-hmm. and I'm the one that puts the food on the table. So it's it's what I feel like doing. Um, 
so I'm looking forward to working uh, with all these different artists and different producers and 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 listening to all their different sounds and and then to to see the end of what their sound is gonna make me sound like. You know, so I, I always look forward to that. I think that's my favorite part of recording is listening to what they hear. How, you know, I, I don't know. To me, it makes sense to me in my head, you know? I think that we we don't have that anymore, that feeling of new. Like um, yeah. I'm a very I'm a very uh, physical media loving person. So um, the the smell of a brand new 12 inch record, uh, the the frustration of trying to open a um, a CD uh, because you don't know how they sealed it, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, popping in that cassette for the first time, um, those are the things that are tangible that I miss, and and that I still to this day collect movies. Uh, I just mm -hmm. bought just one of the guys. It's not something that you can stream. But it's something that you can buy, you know. Yes. And, you know, and and my one of my favorite movies is Dogma from Kevin Smith. You can't stream that anywhere. You have to own it. And so it, there's something with owning a piece of freestyle um, mm -hmm. that it really drives a fan crazy. And so I hope that in your last hurrah we have some physical media because we need that in our life. Um, and, yes. And some 12 inch records and all that good stuff to say goodbye properly. Um, you Definitely. You do have a line of of, uh, uh, of of clothing that I see. The Niaja hat is uh, very yes. apparent. Um, so tell me a little bit about the Niaja wear and who designs it. Um, I was, uh, you know, I, this is my my signature, actually, my actual signature. I wrote it, and I've since I started signing autographs, um, I've always signed it that way. Uh, because I felt at the time, you know, I was, I was proud of, of being on Micmac, you know, and, 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 and I kind of like incorporated the little Micmac circle type of mm -hmm. thing into my signature and I, I just kept it. And, uh, last year I was writing it down and I said, uh, Chris Unique, who actually, um, his last name is not unique. <laughs> That's his email. But Chris, he does a lot of the choral stuff. And I had asked him if he could, you know, do this logo on my on my shirts. And he did my first branch of shirts, which were the ones that went to Brazil, the ones right. with the green lettering. Um, and then I did a my second signature with the lips. Mm -hmm. And that set of, 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 of shirts went with um, rich... And my husband's going to hate me because he was like, make sure you remember everybody's name. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but I love that Asia Puerto Rico style shirts. Yes, that's a, that's a drop T t-shirt. Drop T. Yeah. Richie. So, you know, he, he designed, uh, well, yeah, this, uh, the picture, the picture was actually taken by uh, Chris Yais. Um, we were in her house one day and she was like, ah, let's just take some pictures. And I was like, oh, okay. So we had a, a spontaneous photo shoot. Again, spontaneity is the joy of life. Yeah. And, um, and then, so there's a, a lot of different people uh, involved with the clothing line uh, or with my merch. And, and I'm grateful to all of them because they all brought something different. This, the hats were by another rich, <laughs> um, Vargas. Rich Vargas. So uh, it's a lot of uh, a lot of names, a lot of people that are a lot know, of names. Are, yeah. And um, usually you all know, the information in the description. So all the yes. links to the uh, yes. page will be there. How to buy the, the, the CD single, how to buy the, the digital download, all that is yes. in the description on the video. Just look down there and it will be there. And also visit CPRSmusic.com. It'll be on there as well. So it, it's it's uh, it's great that you have your own merchandise. I see all the modeling of the Niaja Niaja wear. I can't wait yeah. for the DJ Paradise Mankini. Is that coming? <laughs> um, I think we we actually do have those. Oh, see, that's what I get for talking, <laughs> right? Yeah, but <laughs> I, I never I never thought of doing it. Um, and uh, when we were going to Brazil, 
and Stevie said, you know, the guy, they did the Brazilian, sh the t-shirts over there with our faces on them. And I was like, you know, why not? Mm -hmm. You know, like the last hurrah, why not just go out with a bang and, and you know, and- One thing that can be said about Stevie B is that he he is a, a money maker. He He's always, I mean- I Oh, he doesn't the, play. He yeah, does not play with that. I've seen all the merchandise that he's had over the years. He's one of the most influential merchandisers uh, in the community. Um, he, he, um, he, you know, you were talking earlier on how people get booked and it's always TVB at the top of the bill. There's a reason mm -hmm. for that, you know, yes. for that. He, he, um, he's our Goldberg. If you want to make a pro wrestling, uh, right. right. The reason mm -hmm. why they keep bringing Goldberg back is because when you have him on the marquee, he's going to sell tickets. When you have TVB mm -hmm. marquee, he's going to sell tickets. And did you see him? He's, he's just, you know, Goldberg, grandpa. he was yeah. he was on not so yeah, long ago, right? Monday. Yeah, that, yeah, that he was, looked fantastic. Yeah, he he looked fantastic, and he had the little white beard and reminded me of there comes Stevie B. Um, but <laughs> the thing is, a lot of the new the new school people are like, oh, why are they bringing him back? And what they don't understand, and I always compare pro wrestling to freestyle, and that is mm -hmm. is that that's the marquee person, right? In order for you to eat, that person has to be on the bill, so the people buy tickets to go see you. Who exactly. They may not want to go see you and they may need to be introduced to you. Mm -hmm. um, that's why when I do my freestyle show, I have a, a person that has been here for a bit. I have a newer person and then a newer person. And so mm -hmm. I try to give that opportunity. Um, and but but again, we have to start appreciating those opportunities, especially the artists. Um, Jenny mm -hmm. Renee, I know that she appreciates uh, the opportunity. Um, you know, she came from Florida to debut her song here in New England. Um, she could have debuted it in Florida if she wanted to, but mm -hmm. she came, she flew to, to Massachusetts to my show to debut it, which is something that I will never forget. And she's mm -hmm. still humble. She got a chance to work with Stevie B. She got a chance to work with you, you know, as a writer. She got to, she got to, you know, see this. She does the vocals. She does oh. the background vocals on the new song. Absolutely. And so, you know, she's a student of the game. Her, her next song, her next song, is gonna be something to look forward to because she she um, chose it, you know, the mm -hmm. to do this the, this remake that she's gonna do yes. of, of laissez faire, and so it's it's uh it's good to see people like that. She was the number one song for 2019 with All Hooked Up, the most popular, mm -hmm. uh, the most requested, uh, the most downloaded song of 2019, and so yep, and she's still working for it. It isn't like you know, oh, I was the number one song for 2019. I don't have to do anything else. She's still working for it. So that's one thing that I appreciate from her. Um, and she knows her place. She's never going to be like, I'm bigger than Stevie or I'm bigger than Asia. She knows her role and she knows how to play it very well. Um, and that's someone that I, I don't have to worry about. You know what I mean? Because, right. um, you know, she's learning from the right people and she's also humble. You know what I mean? And she knows her place. Mm -hmm. So those are, yeah. those are the things that you need. She's not going to mm -hmm. come out and be disrespectful to the people that paved the way for her. Um, so right. that's that's awesome. So um, I, I can't wait to debut the song. Um, it's going to be um, available on July 31st on your birthday. Uh, yep. Asia. Uh, it's called Time with uh, background vocals from Jenny Renee. Uh, also written by Naasia, Jenny Renee, Jay Adams, and Manny Mojica. Produced by Jay Adams. Uh, mastered by Willie Valentin. And of course, when you get to that executive producer role, uh, DJ Paradise. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Martin Santiago, thank you so much for the communication, uh, Martin. I appreciate it. Thank you for allowing me to debut it first. Uh, Naasia, do you have any thank yous before we debut your song and we let you go on this episode of CPR's Clubhouse Live? Well, yeah, I have a lot of thank yous. Um, but, you know, of course, thank you for debuting the song because you could have just said, eh, nah. No, I'm, I'm honored. I'm honored. But thank you, and to all of New England, uh, for, you know, for the support always. Um, to all the fans who have waited patiently for something new, and and hopefully you'll embrace it as as much as you have my classics. Um, thank you to Jay, Willie, uh, Jay Adams, Willie Valentine, Manny Man Productions, uh, Jenny Renee. Everyone involved with this song and everyone who is going to be involved with the project, Sapphire, Kenny, the twins, Gennaro, Michael Bertone. I mean, 
everybody. Um, and of course, my husband, my family. I got to write this down. I got to book you one more time in New England for your walking away tour. Yes, yes, because yeah, that that would be great. Um, yeah, so I hope you guys really enjoy it um, as much as I enjoyed recording it. And I'll be singing it for the first time on, on my birthday, so. Well, I want to thank you, Naisha, for stopping by. Uh, we're going to let you go before we debut your song. And, and that's because we've been having technical difficulties. So I'm sure mm -hmm. when I bring the song in, yeah, something will happen. Will uh, by. The electricity will go off. Or the lights will turn off. My cable <laughs> will be cut off. Uh, no internet. Why not? I appreciate uh, you guys for thinking of me. I know it's funny because I reached out to you as Paradise was re reaching out to me. So it was just like same thought, same time. Mm -hmm. um, you know, yeah. and I'm happy that this is coming out for your birthday. It's a good birthday present for you, but also a great birthday present for the freestyle community. The links are in the description so you can get your pre-order in. I already got my pre-order in. I just saw Willie about a team pre-order it and some other folks as well. So congratulations on your new song. Thank you so much. Love you guys. Thank you so much, Naisha. We'll talk to you soon. Yes. My name is CPR Jose Ortiz, and this is CPR's Clubhouse Live. That was Naisha, and right now is the debut of Naisha's brand new single. It's called Time, produced by Jay Adams. Let's get it going right now. And until next time, it's CPR saying goodbye. And remember, it's not who you love, it's how. Talk to you soon. CPR's Freestyle Countdown. The original, the standard, the only freestyle countdown that matters.
the standard, the only freestyle countdown that matters. Every man's heart one day beats its final beat. And if what that man did in his life makes the blood pulse through the body of others, then his essence, his spirit, will be immortalized forever. Girl, I wanna dance with you all through the night. Rub my hands with you all through the night, girl. It's you I need in my ear, right by my side. Oh, oh, oh. I change the questions. questions.